This is the sound of a normal heart. Now, listen to that same heart subjected to a night of total terror. Night of the living dead. The dead who live on living flesh. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. The living whose bodies are the only food for these ungodly creatures. Night of the Living Dead. A bizarre adventure in fear. An experience in shock more shattering than your strangest nightmare. Night of the Living Dead. A night of total terror. trying to reach what number is this what number are you trying to reach i don't know well i think you have the wrong number do i it happens take it easy <laughs> hello i'm sorry i guess i dialed the wrong number uh, well, so why'd you dial it again to apologize you're forgiven bye now wait wait don't hang up what Podcast. Uh, I don't know. Mine is friends with benefits with Chris and also Chris. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. We are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast. It's Halloween season. And we've got plenty of tricks and treats to go around. If you don't believe us, just ask our dear friend. The Crypt Keeper. The closest thing to dead air you'll find on the scare waves. <laughs> Accentuated by the sounds of sniffles and coughs. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I was trying it's, not to. <laughs> it's an all new halloween season fwb podcast it's all right buddy i know you're struggling it's okay it's all right yeah a disclaimer for my voice for this episode i have covid yeah so you're filling up your punch card you know the fifth time you get it you get a free buffet so you're <laughs> almost there you're you're dangerously close to another don't make me laugh please don't make me laugh <laughs> no, you got the wrong show for that buddy uh because i got some stories to tell you that you're gonna you're gonna find hopefully pretty funny 
uh, you're going to roll your eyes too. Uh, so oh, I'm here for it. It is. It is an all new episode of FWB podcast. I am Chris. He is also Chris. And I'm going to just jump right into a, uh, the recap. You were, you were not in attendance on account of your sickness. I was there, uh, for this past weekend in Owensboro at the, thank you to Jared, Jamie, Katrina, Katrina, yeah. the rest of the team. We really appreciate it. We'll see y'all in March. Yeah, we sure will. They, they, uh, they hooked us up and, uh, it was an amazing fun time at the Owensboro convention center, uh, deep in the heart of Owensboro down there on second street or second Avenue, whatever they, however they designate their streets, but, uh, amazing fun time. So I, I remembered when, and I, th- I think I talked about it when we were, when, when we were talking about Owensboro is I was going to bring, uh, cause about a month or two ago, uh, I have like a wish list on Amazon of different pops that I want to get and kind of yeah. my, my category now or my criteria for getting new pops, unless it's a character that I really, really, really like, I'm not really buying anything unless I'm going to get them signed. It's kind of like, that's my thing that I get signed now. And, but I don't really buy them other than if I can get them signed or if it's a character or somebody that I just really, really love. So I have, I have several on a wish list on, or like a whatever list on Amazon. And I'll, when you put them on a list, if they have a price drop, it will send you a notification. Yeah. And so I was sitting here one day, it was a couple months ago, and the uh, the thing went off and it says, hey, the leprechaun pop that's on your wish list is down to four ninety eight. And I was like, all right, like, that's a pretty good deal. Like, I'll I'll go ahead and get it because I remember back in March, Warwick Davis, who played the leprechaun, was at. LexCon and I was like his line was really long but stupid long yeah oh it was like it was like if you got in that line it was going to be at least an hour wait um like minimum and so I was like I'll get this pop it's at a super discounted price and that way if he's ever at another convention and I I have time and I can I can catch it just right then maybe I'll I'll do this so I got it and I've just been uh, like I have it on the uh, like the horror wall where I have like a bunch of the horror pops collected. And as part of the he, who wrote that shopping list, we're doing Halloween month. So all of the pops on the watch shelf, this week's episode, you sure should. It's part of Halloween month. Um, I oh, also know I, I, I was also saying I did. Oh, did you? Did you like what do you yeah. did, did you think I was right or did you think I was wrong? Because there was a new one. That I went think up. you kind of nailed it. I, dude, I, I the one thing you couldn't read, I like paused it and tried to figure out. I. And again, I, I have like brain fog now. Do you think it's a deodorant? <laughs> it might have, and I uh, like it would make me happy because I think more people need to to wear deodorant. Uh, so the more people that buy deodorant, in my opinion, is, is a good thing. The better, yes, much much better. Uh, so, no, oh, oh, go. And ahead. One last thing, I've, yeah. I've got I've uh, not to derail you, but oh, I, no. I have a very quick deodorant jump in, and then I'll let you get back to your yes. story. So I broke my deodorant (laughs) like somehow the little screw thing at the bottom just stopped 
stopped working. It stopped screwing. That's not good. So I literally like used a pair of tweezers to like jam it out and then uh just like forced it back in until I heard this click. Yeah. And yeah. So I like me, me and a pair of tweezers fixed an, a thing of old spice deodorant. You MacGyvered so, it. I'm proud of you. That's yeah. that's great. And and thank you for watching the new episode of Who Wrote That Shopping List. Of course, uh, baby. Um, so yeah, you'll you'll notice uh, how they were filmed because uh, in the month, uh, half of them have the leprechaun pop unsigned on the wall, and then for half of them, it's going to be signed on the wall. So you can <laughs> there's a, there's an Easter egg in there if you if you go back and you watch them, you'll notice it. Um, but anyway, so um, so I had it now, and so you know I had the leprechaun pop and. I just kind of set it with the rest of the horror crew and then Owensboro comic and toy con, they announced, Hey, last minute signing. We've been really working on this and we're proud to say, uh, Warwick Davis is going to be at Owensboro. And I was like, shit, well, this is a sign. So I, I, I put it in one of the plastic sleeves. I put the pop in the sleeve and I was like, all right, I'll bring it with me, but I'm not, you know, if the line is stupid long and I don't have time for it, I'm not counting on it, but it would be really cool if I could, but we'll see how it goes, whatever. Uh, because the only other person that was on the guest list that I was even like, oh, if, if, if I've got time and the line's not that long, I'll also do that one. Uh, Austin St. John, the original Red Ranger, because I don't have a pop signed by him and he didn't sign my poster because he wasn't in the movie. So, but... I didn't have, I don't have a Red Ranger pop. So I was like, there's a lot that has to fall in place for that one. So both of them are kind of up in the air, not really expecting to to get either one of them. But here we go. So I get there and like literally the first thing I say is, yeah, I got to find a vendor that's got a Red Ranger pop. I've got to buy the Red Ranger pop because it's got to be at a good price then I got to go see the line and make sure the line's okay and then go through it. And so like a lot has to happen. And because I remembered that when he was at uh, Lexicon last time, his line wasn't super long and it went really fast. So, mm-hmm. um, cause not to say that he's not popular because the first year that he was there, like the line was out the door and it took forever and like, it was a really big deal. So it was just like he's been to Lexicon several times now. So like the it's now like the hardcore fans will go and see him. But like the general fans really probably have met him already. So um, his line just wasn't as long. So uh, the first vendor I go to, they have a Red Ranger pop with like it's the FYE exclusive that has the dragon shield. Yeah. And I'm like, that's pretty awesome. But like, let's see how they got it priced. And uh, it ended up being the price that they were charging was over $20 less than the average sold price on eBay. Holy shit. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and grab this because number one, it's just it's cheaper. And um, like, it's significantly cheaper than I if I were to buy it later. So I bought it. And I was like, I'm already in trouble. This is already a bad sign. So <laughs> this also tells you how stupid all of these people are. And this is why I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I kind of got heat with the people at, at, of Owensboro. Like they, they, they did me wrong in this one. So I got heat with them. 
because they had an overflow line. Uh, the Warwick Davis table and the Austin St. John table were right next to each other, which was perfect for me. They were both in the same spot, but they had this giant overflow line, right? So okay. I'm, I, I go to the line and I, cause I see people with like Power Rangers stuff in their hand and with, uh, like Ewok Star Wars stuff in their hand, and I'm like, shit. Okay, is this both lines? And then, like, when you get to the front, they'll they'll tell you which one to go to. Like, you tell them which one you want to do. So I'm gonna have to wait in this line twice. Like, that's gonna be a pain in the ass, and I don't want to do this. So I, I start asking people in the line. I'm like, is this Austin St. John's line or <clears throat> is this Warwick Davis's line? And like the the I asked three legitimately I asked three different groups of people and they're like oh no this is a Warwick Davis line not the Austin St John line this is the Warwick Davis line and I'm like okay as expected so not a problem so I go to the end of the Austin St John line at the table and the guy who who's like a volunteer there he's like no overflow lines over there and he points back to the line where I just came from and I'm like <laughs> Okay, because I was like, they're under the impression that that's the Warwick Davis line. Which one is it? And he's like, no, that's the Austin St. John line. And I'm like, okay, there's, I'm like, well, there's confusion. Because the people in line don't know what they're in line for. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I just, I go to the back because I started at the end of the line and I asked the people at the end of the line, I was like, which line is this? And they're like, oh, it's the Warwick Davis line, I think, but I'm not sure. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go figure it out. And when I came back, they were like, well, did you figure it out? And I was like, people have said both. So I'm just going to get in line and figure it out. And like, at this point, like, I just don't care. So about three minutes after I'm in line, the guy, uh, like one of the one of the volunteer people, one of the staff people, they come by and they're like, yeah, this is the Austin St. John line. If you're in line for Warwick Davis, you need to go over to the, his table because he doesn't have a an overflow line. You just go to the table. So like half of the line got out of line and go went to talk to him at that point. So like it shrunk the line down quite a bit, which was nice. Uh, but I got, I ended up getting behind and here was the thing that pissed me off. First of all, is then I ended up getting behind after all the people shuffled out. I got behind this. I I struggle because I don't know if it's a, I don't, I don't know if it was a a mother and a son or a couple Uh and it was in Owensboro. So it could have been either, but yeah. Um, I but, think you can just say it was in Kentucky. Yeah. So it could have been either. Could have been either one. And the because the way that they talked to each other, I couldn't tell if it was a couple or it was a mother and son. They were both in costume and they were apparently in costume like from the same anime show. And I will give credit though. The woman was like uh, a friggin' like she had the uh the 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 temperament of an angel because this guy was a complete total fuckhead to her and because here's what happened and and but first of all they were they were standing in line while I was asking the people in front of them what line it was 
if it was Austin St. John or if it was uh, Warwick Davis and the guy said, we're in line for Warwick Davis and they were in line for Austin St. John and they didn't say a word. So hmm. like they could have been like, Oh, well, we're in line for Austin St. John. I thought this was the Austin St. John line. And like, it, like so I was kind of pissed off at him to begin with. Cause I was like, you know, you could have chimed in, you know, it, whatever, but whatever, whatever. So, uh, there was a guy that got behind me in line and he had a Red Ranger toy. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I, I was like, uh, he, he came up and he got in line and he was like, man, he's like, um, wasn't planning on getting in line. But a vendor had this figure. So I figured I would just go ahead and buy it and and have him sign it. And I was like, dude, I, I said, I'm in the same boat. I said they got me too because I said I do pops and I so I pulled the pop out of my bag and I was like you know I got this one uh but yeah they know what they're doing because you know they'll have merch for people that are here and when I when we were talking the woman from that couple slash whatever um she, like she overheard and so she turned around and she starts asking me she was like oh that's super cool she's like I didn't realize that they did that that they had like stuff that you that were like that that's like from people here that you could buy and get it signed and I was like yeah I said you know I didn't have a red ranger pop blah, blah blah I went through the whole story whatever and so she looks to the guy and she's like do you want me to go see cuz she's like where did you get that and I said it's one aisle over all the way down there's a guy that has like a bunch of pops and toys like you see a giant pop wall you know that's where I got this one um, but there's like toys, there's action figures and all kinds of crap. Uh, there's like that, a legacy morpher and all kinds of other crap, um, like power Rangers stuff that you can get signed. Um, and I said, but that's what I usually do is I'll, I'll, I'll have like, I'll bring my own thing. I was like, I don't like doing the eight by tens. I like bringing my own thing. And so she looks at the guy and, and she's like, do you want me to go look at that booth and see if I can find something? And he's like, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do. Like he was like, he's just like really dismissive and really like, you know, uh, kind of being a shit, giving her attitude and stuff. And she's like, well, I'll go look and and we'll I'll just see what they have. And then, you know, if there's something uh, that you want to get more than an eight by ten, you know, we'll get it and then you can you can get it signed. So she leaves like she walks off. And then a few minutes later, she comes back. And this is where she goes above and beyond because she's like. I didn't know which one to get, so I took pictures of everything that Holy looks shit. that looks close. And you tell me what you want me to get, I'll get it, and then you can get it signed. And there was like a couple of red Power Ranger toys. There was like um, a Mighty Morphin one. There was a red um, uh, Dino Thunder, and there was like a couple other Red Rangers and stuff. And so he points out the Mighty Morphin one, the red Mighty Morphin one, and she's like, "All right, I'll go get that." And then you can have, we'll get that signed and that'll be great. And so she leaves again and, and she comes back a few minutes later and, um, she's got the bag and and it turns out that she bought the wrong one. She bought the red dino thunder instead of the Uh, red mighty morphin, which did he lose lose his goddamn mind? He was, he, he was so shitty about it. Because he wasn't like mad about it, and he was—he was like that passive aggressive, like it's fine, when like you know it's not fine, but like he says that shit, like, yeah, like when you thought I didn't get the pictures of Mark Paul Gosling. <laughs> no, 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 that, uh, <laughs> like, 
um, like like he was sitting there and he's like, um, you know, because he does that like dumb shit where he's trying to justify it, but like nobody yeah. believes it. And so she's like, I will literally like I'll walk back there and and exchange it like because, you know, especially at a convention, like people will do that for you. Like, it's not a big deal. Like if you if you bought the wrong thing and then you left and like literally take it 15 feet down the row and you turn around and you're like, oh, shit, I got the wrong thing. And you came back and you're like, look, I accidentally I was just here. I accidentally bought the wrong thing. Can I just swap it out for the thing that I wanted and I'll pay the difference or whatever. If there's a price difference, like, you know, I'll pay it and it will be square. Ninety nine times out of 100, they're going to say, yeah, that's absolutely no problem. And let you do it. Like very rarely are they going to say no. I've found if you, if you approach them and you're and you're cool about it and you're like, you're not, you know, a dick and you're, you know, you're just like, look, it was an honest mistake. I was buying it for somebody and it was my mistake. Like I picked up the wrong thing that they told me to get. So like, can I just swap it out? Like they would say, yes. I mean, not a problem, but he, he just kept doing this. Like, no, it's fine. I grew up with Dino Thunder, so it's fine. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, Dino Thunder is my Red Ranger. Like, like trying to trying to do this shit where, like... And so, like, she felt really bad. And, like, she kept asking, like, do you want me to go exchange it? Like, do you want me to go exchange it? And so, finally, like, he takes it from her and starts peeling off the price stickers. And and he's like, there, now you can't exchange it. He's like, I don't want to hear you ask if, I can ex- if you want me to exchange it again. And I was like, this dude's being a fucking ass. Like, this dude's being a shit. So, um, you know, so so he ended up, instead of just being like, if you don't mind, like, it's not a big deal, but, like, if they'll swap it out for you, could you swap it out for that one? And then everybody's okay. Like, it's not, it's not anything bad. Like, it's not a huge criticism. You know, it's not like it's a horrible thing. Um, and so... Uh, what I wanted to do afterwards was if I found them again on the show floor, I was going to, I was just going to stop them. And I was going to be like, ma'am, like you're a saint and you're a piece of shit. Like you need to learn how to talk to other human beings in a respectful way after I just got done calling them a piece of shit. But like you need to treat people better uh, who are like literally going out of their way to do something great for you to make your convention better. Um, you know, by like leaving line to go buy you something to come back to get signed, even if, yeah, she made a mistake and got the wrong thing because she doesn't know Power Rangers. Like, okay, that's fine. Like, don't be super passive aggressive and make her feel worse, you know, in line the whole time because his line moves so slow. So I got through that line and uh, he he stopped the line when I got there because I had the uh, the pop with the dragon shield. And he's like, let me ask you a question. He goes, if I were to take, you know, like 10 of these, um, every convention that I go to, if I were to take 10 of them, like a real limited, even if it was like five, and I put like real gold plating on the dragon shield and like all the gold spots, like the armbands and all that stuff on the pop, like had them real gold plated and then autographed them and sold them for however much money depending on the price of gold he's like do you think that people would buy them if they were like a real premium thing and i was like dude you'd sell those out every single time like i don't really care what the price would be like people would people would pay 
a, a lot of money for those. Yeah. Like, especially if they were limited, if it was like five at a convention, even if they were like 500 bucks, you would sell every single one of them every time because there would be collectors that would just want that shit real bad. Uh, don't look at me, but um, uh, there would be people that would want them. And there are people uh, that are dumb enough that have enough money that they would just unload and probably buy two or three of them at a time. Um, oh, yeah. No, the downside is you would probably have a scalper try and buy yeah. all of them. Right. And so, uh, yeah, like that. that's kind of the issue is like, yeah, you, you'd, you'd have one person come up and try and buy them all versus, you know, going to five people that really want it. But he was like, do you, do, you, do, you th- do you think so? Do you think I'd sell them all? And I was like, dude, you'd sell them out every single time. Like, it would, wouldn't even yeah. be a thing. Um, to, to the point where I would probably consider bringing 15 to do, like, five on Friday and right. 10 on Saturday. Like, yeah, you would get through every single one of them by the end of the weekend. And if you didn't, just move them to the next con and like you'd sell out like it, it wouldn't be a problem like some of the smaller ones you might have you, you'd have to scale it up or down depending on how big the convention was but i feel like he could probably sell them so um uh so that was great he was super nice and then it turns out that his line was like i waited a lot longer than i usually do in line in order to get his signature and um uh, to get the to get my Warwick Davis signature, dude, his line was a walk up. Really? Like I walked up to it, and there was nobody in front of me, and like, you know, paid my money, walked down, talked to him for a few minutes because I told him I said, I, you know, I appreciate you because as growing up as a young Irish boy, there was not a horror franchise that really spoke to me and my people. Uh, I said, I said, we don't really identify with Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or Texas Chainsaw or anything like that. I said, but the day that I discovered Leprechaun, I said, it made my, my, my little Irish boy heart smile. And he just started, he laughed. He was like, that's great. And I said, so I watch him twice a year. I said, I watch him, uh, around St. Patrick's day and at Halloween. So I get to double dip. Um, and so we had a great conversation about that. So that was fun. And, um, he does that thing where I've noticed that people are starting to do now where a signature is a certain amount. And then if you want them to add like a quote or a line from the movie, it's Mm -hmm. an extra charge. Yeah. Um, so he does that, but he gave me a, he gave me a leprechaun quote on there for nothing. Uh, so so that was nice. So Warwick Davis is one of the good ones. Uh, he's, he's one of the super cool guys. I get it. Because it's, I think they're trying to combat uh, scalpers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, um, so please, please, yeah. So I, I think that's so. Please keep going, unless that was the end. No. Yeah. So Warwick Davis was great. Uh, Austin St. John was great. <laughs> I had I was able to have good conversations with both of them. And, um, so me walking in the door expecting nothing and within, within literally an hour and a half of being in the door, I had found a red Ranger pop, bought it, got in line, got that signed, got the Warwick Davis signature. And I was like, all right, I'm pretty much done now like, <laughs> because then I was like, well, I spent a bunch of money and I got, I got scary con coming up in two weeks. So I don't want to blow a bunch of money. 
Um, but I do need to send an email because um, uh, I did run into a, there was a table that had a guy from Owensboro that he's made several horror movies that are actually like, you can watch them on, um, uh, you can watch them on Tubi. Um, and so he's got one more that's coming, uh, but he's got, I think three or four that are done. And so, um, uh, I think we're going to have him on as an interview shortly. So, uh, that will be fun. So, um, I was, uh, um, making connections and, and getting some, uh, some show content. I also had a, uh, I had my new sweatshirt on that uh, you'll see at Scarefest. I don't know if you saw it in the picture that you were sent uh, that I was in. But <laughs> funny uh, if I did, I forgot. I mean, uh, the, the, the the fog my brain <laughs> has been in for the past four and a half days. Um, four I have, days? Four days. It's Tuesday. It's not Wednesday. Yeah, it's still Tuesday. God damn it. It's still Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Um, and, but no, I have a new sweatshirt that expresses the fact that I am a YouTube creator. And so, like, I was just wearing it. And I'll tell you, like, when you see it, you're going to laugh because I put it on. I wore it on Sunday. And, mm-hmm. um, like, I got out of the hotel room and I walked around the corner to the elevator and there was a guy waiting at the elevator. And he took, like, no, no shit. Like, I had all my stuff packed up because I was leaving. I was checking out to go over to the convention to do one more lap before I, w- I went back. I came back to the house. Like, literally, I come around the corner, and he looks at me, and he reads my sweatshirt, and he goes, <sighs> and then looked away. Fuck yes. So here's the thing. I don't want to, like, I don't want you to, to, to get here next Friday uh, behind the curtain. He's staying with me when he's in town. Uh, I don't want you to get here next Friday and hold the shirt up and show me. I I don't want to see it until it's on your person. All right, yeah, no, I'll I'll wear it. I'm I'm trying to decide. I've I've got my sh- my shirts picked out. Um, I'll have one. I just got to decide which one I'm going to wear Friday and which one I'm going to wear Saturday. But I'm bringing it for sure. Like it's, I'm definitely wearing it. Um, I feel like I'm not going to wear the um, ask me about my OnlyFans shirt because <laughs> I have that as a hoodie that um. I'm uh, I was debating on wearing but I don't think I will I'm going to I'm going to wear I'm going to wear the uh, the one that but no like so I was wearing it and like so immediately I had worn it for like less than 6 minutes and somebody gave me a and turn reaction but then so I was walking around the floor and somebody stopped me and uh and she was like are you are you a YouTube creator and I was like yeah yeah I am and so like she subscribed to the channel which was awesome um so that was really fun. Uh, so it actually worked out uh, as promotion. Um, so do you want to hear about another shirt that's not being worn to a convention? Uh, I hope it's the one that I'm thinking of. Go ahead. So. <sighs> you know about a certain thing I wanted to have made for a specific photo at Scarefest. Yes, I sure do. I wanted to have a shirt that says Terrifier 2 sucks Mm -hmm. to make and wear and then do a photo op with Damien Leone, the director of Terrifier and Terrifier 2. Yeah. 
he is not doing solo photo ops. What? Yeah, he's not doing solo photo ops. Why? I don't know. The only one you can get is either the full group or the full group, him and both the clowns from Terrifier 2 or him and Art. Uh, that's kind of lame. The cheapest one of those three options is $115. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, do you want to know how much the full cast uh, photo is with Art and the girl in clown makeup? God, I feel like it's going to be like $300 and it's just going to piss me off. Higher. Are you kidding me? It's $375. That's a, that's, that's... <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to say anything too mean because, you know, Scarefest has been really nice to us and really good to us to mm -hmm. let us go and cover it every year. So I'm not going to criticize too badly, but that's that's a lot of money in a recession. That's not yeah. really a recession, but it is pretty much a recession. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was going to be a good bit. I was willing to commit, you know, about 70 bucks to it. Yeah. Uh, nope. Yeah, no. Um, I have one photo op that I am I have to do. And oh? uh, yeah, I'm I'm part of a photo That's op. Scarefest. Yes. Um, uh, I got I, I I had my bluff called. Uh, I'm okay. going to take probably what I think is the best picture that I will ever be a part of ever. Um, because I got asked, Richard Dreyfus is doing photo ops. Oh, so you're doing Jaws one? And I was like, I got asked, do you want to be a part of this photo op? And I said, I will do it on the condition of I will be wearing a shark onesie. That's that that <laughs> with with three yellow balloons tied to me. I said, that's the only way that I'll do it. And then I heard nothing. And I was like, see, that's what happens. Like you, you ask me that and I'm going to give you an, a, a, a stupid ass answer. Then I got the text message that said photo op is set Saturday, a group. And I was like. Well, shit, now I got to buy that shark onesie. Well, okay. So I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Like, I'm going to be in, in the picture. Uh, that's the only way that I'm willing to do it is I'm <laughs> going to be in the shark onesie. And, like, that's it. Like, that's because uh, that, now, the like, I've been called out for it. So now I have to follow through. So there's just, there's no other way. So gonna be wearing a shark onesie just for the photo and it's gonna be amazing i'm still gonna do the arquette photo op yeah you so. should you should uh, do you want me to dig out and see if i've got that um uh like the, when they used to make the uh the wcw title like the kid's size and you can wear it for it um uh, god bless you for thinking my waist is that small no no you guys uh. no you do a picture where like you're doing like a tug of war with it you don't have to wear it. I'd be too scared we'd actually rip it. I don't care. It's it's like whatever. You, I mean, you pay don't, for it. don't go to a ton of trouble 
But if you found it, it'd be a good bit. I think it's in the attic. And I mean, I'm not trying to tell you how to do your photo. It's your photo that you're going to spend money on to do whatever pose you want to. I don't. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not trying to I really like the. uh, Do it this way. Because like most of mine have like a good bit or like something, something to go along with them. Like uh, the Thad Castle one or Alan Richardson. You know, my buddy Josh has on the um, Blue Mountain State. Mm -hmm uh jersey and that's the one that he signed without getting permission or charging me so <laughs> it's always a good time that way um and you know the, this past year jason lee was just one of the nicest celebrities i think i've ever met yeah you can hear the uh the snippet of you meeting jason lee on our youtube channel if you, you don't want to listen if you don't want to go back and find the full episode first of all shame on you uh second of all you can just go back and find the snippet on our youtube channel it's easy. We make it easy for you because we nah, never mind. We I was going to say that we like you, but we don't. We're lazy and so we can appreciate that other people are too. A true story. Basically, the way it works is we need <clears throat> so many videos to post up at a certain length that will help us get views to get monetized. And that was part of that. So I picked good clips. So that was one of the ones that got a lot of views so that it got us uh monetized approved so if you want to know the real truth behind it i'll pull back the curtain no i'm here for it so you know um but yeah owensboro was overall it was a super fun trip um and now um dude let me tell you there was a uh i'm gonna give him a shout out because it was legit so good um I door dashed some Chinese food that was friggin' awesome. Uh, if you're in Owensboro, I will give my seal of approval to Wasabi Express. Because they gave, first of all, they gave me a portion that was like, I swear it was like 12 pounds of food. It Jesus. Was, they gave me so much food and it was so good. So I sat there. Um, it was, you know, after the convention, I'd got back to the room and I had the uh, the Chinese food out there. And they, they give you when you order the because um, I ordered the hibachi chicken and they give you like a, a big pile of the chicken and then the vegetables and then they give you rice and noodles. But you can mix and match like you can replace anything you want to. So I replaced out the noodles for extra rice. So I had double the rice with all the... Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Um, and uh, so that was phenomenal. Uh, that was really, really good. And um, yeah, super filling for the price. It was really good. And uh, shout out to DoorDash for just dropping it right at the hotel door, which also confused me because they sent a picture, you know, like when, when you DoorDash something, they send you a picture yeah. of like when it's delivered. So they sent me the picture and I was like, what the hell? Because it looked like there was a piece of paper that was over the door handle on my door. And I was like, okay, that's either like the hotel receipt or there's like, there was some kind of paper or something that the the restaurant gave or whatever. So I opened it up, I opened up the door and I, I got the food in and I look and there's one of those sheets on every single room door handle. Huh. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I take it and I bring it inside and I get my food out and I like, I'm starting to eat and I'm like, oh yeah, that paper. So I unfold the paper and 
I'm gonna have to find it because I had it and I don't know where it is right now. It might be downstairs, but I'll I'll, I'll text you a picture of it because it's funny as shit. Just a black and white picture that's a printout from a computer of Harry Styles. Just folded up and put over the door handle. The was it an advertisement no, for anything? No, no, just a full like somebody hit like uh like fill paper area like print area like fit print to size because they just printed out it printed on like the whole sheet of paper no note no anything else other than just a black and white printout of a harry styles photo and that's it huge fucking props to whoever did that that is a good bit right and they did every door on that floor so i mean okay like i i just i started laughing i was like i have no idea what this is but i'm here for it I got no, I got no problem with it. It was funny, so I'll send you a picture of it um, when I go oh, downstairs. Oh yeah, please do. Because it was just funny. Because it was, it was folded up all nice and neat, and I was just like, "What, what, what is this?" Like, I said, "Okay, my, it must be like the receipt, or it's you know something else, like whatever." Um, and no, it was, it was, um, it wasn't it. It was, I was trying to see if I could go back on my account and see the, um, uh, like the picture that they dropped. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here it is. Okay. So I got the picture. I'm going to, I'm going to screenshot this picture. I'm going to send you this picture and, uh, you can see on the door handle, there's like, there's a piece of paper where I was like, what the shit is this? Like, this makes no sense. And yeah, it's a, um, it is a folded up picture, a full eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper of Harry Styles. So I'm here for it, man. Uh, I'm like, you know, we have to do something like that at the next place we go where we share a hotel room, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Speaking of, I need to talk to you about that after the show. I've got, I've got a, I've got a, got a thing I want to bring up to you. All right. All right. I'm, I'm I'm down with that. Uh, so while I was there, uh, they AMC came through with Shocktober, which is second only to our uh, Halloween season a marathon, which is Cocktober. And uh, so they have their Shocktober where they play all the horror movies and stuff. And they were playing the Final Destination marathon. So I was there. In my uh, in the hotel room, where the first thing I do when I get to a hotel room is I crank up the heat to uh, seventy eight degrees, <sighs> and then I uh, take my shoes off because I got to let the dogs breathe. And what in the French seventy eight seventy eight baby? I'm paying for it. I'm using their heat, man. Uh, so I, I crank it up to seventy eight, and I had my feet up on the little desk that they had, and I was eating my Chinese food, watching Final Destination. I was like. This is the apex of life right here. Also, I I have never felt more American <laughs> than um, being in France and having to, like, try and think about converting uh, Fahrenheit to Celsius oh when God, I was, like, yeah. changing the temperature on the, the room ACs. No, that's why I'm like, I feel at this point that I could not live in any other time than I live because I'm like, I need to have this phone in my pocket that does everything that I need it to without me having to think. I need to convert, you know, this or translate that or, 
you know, look this up without having to actually use my brain. So I feel like if I was alive and like, if I was this age in like 1978, uh, I'd be dead or a serial killer or something. I would just lose my mind. I would, I would not be a rational human being. So I don't know. Um, but while I was watching final destination, it, I looked up on if there was going to be another one because I started to get into them. Cause I like when I hit it, it was at the very beginning of the first one. And then I watched the second one and then I got almost all the way through the third one. And then I went to sleep, but I was like, first of all, I was really impressed how they managed to intertwine the lore throughout the first three movies. That was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I was like, I wonder if they're going to do another one because these are actually like really fun. They're much more fun than I remember them being. I remember not being that impressed by them, but now that I watched them again, I was like, these are actually pretty fun and pretty good. So I'm going to have to go back and now finish the rest of the series. Uh, So that will be my job for the rest of the week. But it did get me thinking, you know, that franchise what other horror franchises would i want to see another entry in because you know last last week we reviewed a bunch of franchises and we picked like our least favorites of those franchises like which entry is our least favorite but we didn't get to touch on the positives like which ones do we want to see more of and so i pose that question to you whether you have an idea for a plot or not, what horror franchises would you like to see another entry in? And then give oh. me one that you would that you would be okay with never seeing another one. Oh gosh, can I do the never seeing another one <laughs> first? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do that first because I got one. You as, know what mine is. As, but. as someone who loves found footage, if I never saw another paranormal activity movie, I'd be thrilled. Yeah. I, I, that's one that I feel like by the end of the second movie, they had pretty much told the entire story that they could have told with that. Uh, they had pretty much covered the entire, you know, haunted house genre. (coughs) Um, there's a bunch of them that I haven't even seen because I just kind of got worn out by them. Uh, I heard ghost dimensions was terrible. So I never bothered with that. Yeah. What was the one that was the, um, it had the connect in it and like the marked it, ones. Was that the one where it was like, they had a bunch of scenes where they had like the, uh, the lights were off and the, you could see like the lasers coming out of the, the, the three sixty connect. Uh, Oh, you meant like the, I thought you meant C O N N E C. No, 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 no. Like the, the, the Xbox three sixty add on the connect. It had like, there was something. I think that was too. Yeah, that one, after that one, I just got burned out by the whole franchise. I was just like, this is stupid. I just, I can't do this anymore. The first one was so good, and I loved the first one. And the second one, the most interesting character was the pool cleaning, the the robot, Mm -hmm. the little robot that did the pool cleaning. And that was about it. Like, I just kind of gave up after that. Dude, uh one, two, three, actually, really, if you want me to be honest, one, three, and the marked ones, I think are fantastic. Um, because for some reason, they went the GTA route. And it's like one, two, three, the marked ones, four, and then they just 
call the next two after that. It's not Paranormal Activity 5 or 6. They both just have, like, sub-names. So yeah. at some point, they might just decide to go, like, the full Rockstar route and just make a Paranormal Activity 5. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a series that's so hit or miss. Yeah. Um, and, like, the one they did just for Paramount Plus, Next of Ken, I did not enjoy. Yeah, I feel like that's a, a sure sign that it's not good. Yes and no. Like, there have been a couple things that have hit, like, just streaming, like that, like that no one can save you, I thought was excellent. Well, okay, and... I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase it in that a, a deep entry into a franchise that is streaming only is probably not going to be. Like, that's a red flag for me. If yeah. it's like, like the I, seventh or eighth entry into a franchise and they're like, it's streaming only. Uh, yeah, because I was very nervous when uh, Evil Dead Rise was initially going to be a max, yeah, like a day one max release. <laughs> um, what about you? Uh, you know what I'm about to say. It should be this a surprise of nobody. If I never saw another Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, like, I would be okay to let that franchise just die away. And like everybody who loves the first one, everybody who, you know, that's their jam. They get hard off the first one. Like let them have it. Those three remakes better than the original. eh, 1000%. Like, and, and I'm even going to go ahead and say it. Like the remake is still a very, very flawed and not that great movie, but it is much, much better than the original. Um, I would even stretch, like, I don't want to say it, but um, if you made me choose, like, if I had to, I would probably watch the latest one, that, that Netflix-only one, before I watched the original again. I hated. I hated the Netflix only one. I thought it was like half an hour too long, but it had some pretty cool moments in it. But yeah, it was, it was probably at least 20 minutes too long. They could have cut a lot more, but yeah, I would rather watch that one before I would watch the original again. If you laid like, if you laid those two out and you were like, look, you have to watch one of these two, which one is it going to be? I would watch the the last one before I watched the first one. I wouldn't like it that much, but I would. So I want to. So you think it was half an hour too long? The Netflix one. It, you're gonna say it was like an hour and ten minutes. Eighty three minutes. <laughs> it's not even an hour and a half. Yeah, I, I you could have easily cut out like fifteen twenty minutes, and no. it been a much better movie. And my whole thing was it it doesn't even try to be original. They make no qualms about the fact that that's like, hey, we are cashing in on the fact that Halloween did this. Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, a a big waste of a legacy character uh, that would just serve no purpose whatsoever. And that was kind of like one of the things that they hung their hat on when they, the build up to it was, it was like, Oh, you know, we're bringing people back and it's going to be crazy and it's going to be great. And then it was a huge letdown. Yeah. And it was, you know, at least they brought back the same actor actress, right. To yeah. play Lori Strode. Yeah. Um, 
they didn't bring back the same actress from the original Texas Chainsaw. Oh, I, I don't thought know. They like did. maybe she's maybe she passed away. Maybe she's not alive. I thought they did, man. I thought that was that was No, it, it wasn't the original actress. Well, that's stupid then. Yeah, real fucking dumb. Yeah, don't like that. Um So yeah, there was a lot that I didn't like about the 2022 one. Um Although I did enjoy they brought back John Larroquette to do the uh, um, narration in the beginning. Um, so that was great. But uh, yeah, the the lady they brought in to play Sally. Yeah. Um, did not make her acting debut in film until 2011. Wow. All right, then. Um, that's. Yeah, I thought that was like the whole point was yeah. uh, that they brought back the same woman. Oh, she died in 2014. Never mind. So they couldn't have. Uh, okay. So, yeah, makes sense. But I uh, mean, I get it. But like at yeah. that point. New character. Yeah. Like, you you don't do like something else. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I would rather watch. Uh, but I, I still would rather, even though they had it had characters I didn't like. Just the original is just so bad. But, um, but as I told my now dear friend Warwick Davis, I said I told him, I said Leprechaun needs another entry, and. It needs him back <coughs> as the leprechaun and not these wannabes that they've had the last couple movies that have been a different leprechaun. I know I bring this up every time we talk about the um, the leprechaun series, but you remember when IGN would do like one, like they would have a number and then like a, it was basically out of 100, but it was like 0. 0.0 to yeah. 10.0. Yeah. Um. Leprechaun Origins is still the lowest rated thing I have ever seen IGN review because they gave it a 0. 0.9. Yeah, that it's not a good movie. Like it it has no. really really nice um sweeping shots of the Irish countryside, but it doesn't have much of a plot or character development or anything really good going for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not good. That's why I think we need a palate cleanser. They tried really hard with the last one where it was kind of like a, another one of these legacy sequels um, that was it was a direct sequel to the first one. And they brought back several characters from the first one uh, because Leprechaun is one of those crazy movies that it's a it's a slasher movie, but like nobody dies, like two people die. Yeah. and That's it. And it's it's really, really bloodless and um but yeah i would love to see another one and i don't know who has the rights to it anymore but uh, i i will <coughs> i'll make you mad real quick yes i'll go to bat for leprechaun returns like the the like the the last one that they did yeah yeah i mean i didn't hate i, I thought it could have really used some work but yeah i mean it was just it was trying to cash in on the legacy sequel boom that everybody was doing after the 2018 halloween hit 
and everybody like that that's the thing about horror is it's one of the those genres where when one movie does something that's a hit everybody tries to do that same thing to death yeah you're not wrong and and at that point from like 2018 to 2022 the thing was legacy sequels and who could we get from the first one or the second one to come back and reprise their role and you know even though like then the gimmick is that they're old now and but they're brought back into this world like into this universe of whatever like that was just like that was your story for a ton of these horror movies and leprechaun fell into that where it was basically like a the whole marketing for it was hey remember this we got a new one and that was basically yeah, like the tagline for all of a them. lot of it a lot of it um a lot of it felt uh reactionary to halloween yeah um, they were all rushed and they were all like the plot made mostly no sense on all of them but they got made and let's go ahead and uh let's go ahead and knock the big one out for both of us because i feel like this is coming we both want a 13th friday the 13th movie yes and i'm hoping that the when they eventually finally really get moving with it and that crystal lake series comes out i hope that that becomes the catalyst for a 13th movie so yeah um this year would have been perfect if they would have gotten everything together because there's a friday the 13th in october this year so um literally in just a couple days so um, yep like it that would have been like the only thing that gives me comfort is that in some timeline there is a 13th friday the 13th movie that is released on october friday the 13th and that's that's all i can hope for is that in some multiverse timeline that actually happened Because yeah. it damn sure um, isn't happening in this one. Um, for me, uh, I like my answer for this was one hundred percent going to be, um, Hell House, like that franchise, oh, because yeah. I wanted. Because I wanted something to take my the bad taste out of my mouth from how bad the third one is. <laughs> so they're doing a prequel that's not even found footage. Okay. Uh, yeah, so real bummed, real bummed about that. So, uh... Instead, you know, it's been rumored for years and years and years. So I'm going to go with something that has been rumored but hasn't happened yet. Did you ever see Dog Soldiers? Yes, it's been a while, but I have. Yeah. Yeah. They've talked about a sequel forever. That's just never come to fruition. So I would really like to see, uh, maybe, maybe see that sequel. But, you know, I also feel like maybe it's about 20 years too late at this point. Yeah, well, it's kind of like for a long time, 
you know, us along with everybody else, um, uh, tried to champion a sequel to, um, the rise of Leslie Vernon behind the mask. And, um, third leg of the show even did, uh, artwork for one of the Kickstarters. Yeah. Well, and like the, the thing that still kills me is years ago, it was like five years ago at this point for one of our Halloween episodes, we interviewed Robert Mm -hmm. England and I asked him about it. And he said, and his answer was, and I, I like, I shit you not, you can go back and find this episode. He's like, because uh, I said, like, oh, I love that movie. Like, we're huge fans of that movie. And, you know, the, the sequel has been, at that point, had been rumored for, like, two or three years. And he's he's like, he kind of laughed, and he was like, well, I actually have the latest script for it on my desk right now. I'm looking at it right now. And I read through it, and it's great. And so I think we're going to be moving forward with it. And that was like literally the last thing that I heard about it. And that still makes me sad. Yeah. Because damn it, we should have a behind the mask too. Yeah. We should have had a behind the mask too, like 10 years ago. We should be on like behind the mask four. Gosh, wouldn't that be awesome? In another multiverse timeline. That's a (laughs) franchise. Um, Because that one deserves a sequel so bad. If you, if they, if you're out here listening and you've never seen behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon, do yourself a huge favor this year and watch it. I don't care where it's streaming. I don't care if you have to, um, you know, rent it from Amazon for a dollar 99 or whatever the shit, like borrow a copy from somebody watch that. If you watch two movies, this, this Halloween season, Watch that and watch Haunted Ween. Dude, I'm I'm just ready to win the Powerball so we can <laughs> we can just buy the rights and make it. I know. Just uh, Haunted Ween too, baby. Yeah, I do. Oh, don't 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 tempt me with a good time like that. Um Yeah, uh Haunted Ween. If you can't get a copy because hauntedween.com no longer goes anywhere. Uh, you didn't hear it from me, but the full movie is on YouTube. So just look it up and you can watch it. But, uh, those are two movies that need to be part of your Halloween season this year. If you've never seen behind the mask, it needs to be, uh, if you've never experienced the joy that is haunted ween, this year needs to be your year. Oh, and, uh, speaking of things that are required Halloween viewing, you know, it, it, it's, it's making the rounds that, uh, when Nona Ryder is set to be the main star of, um, trick or treat too. You know, and I thought about that. I thought about bringing up trick or treat, but like, I, I, I'm one of those weird people that like, it's my opinion that there should not be another one. Like, I think the the, it, the one was so perfect mm-hmm. that I think it should just, you should just stop. And I'm sure a lot of people who love Trick or Treat will probably not like that I said that, but just leave it, leave it alone. Leave Brittany alone. Well, you know, I mean, I can't really disagree with that uh, reasoning. Uh, um. I, I think, you know, so much of it is just really wanting to revisit that universe. Right. So I just, uh, you know, I, I want more 
Um, I know, and I I felt that way, and here's why. I, here's why I say that about trick or treat is I I felt that same way, and then I got burned because I stumbled upon the fun little movie because you know I love anthology horror. Oh yeah, but and I stumbled upon this movie somehow. I don't even remember how I found it. Uh, this little gem called All Hallows <coughs> Eve, and I loved it. And it was great. And I remember I spent months wishing that there was a sequel. Yeah. And then I got my wish and they said All Hallows Eve 2 is coming out. And, you know, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be great. There's a second one. And it came out and I watched it and I was so excited. And And all they did, all they did was buy the rights to a bunch of YouTube horror shorts. Yep. And then I watched it. And it was very depressing. And then Terrifier came out because I was like, oh, well, the guy that did All Hallows Eve, in order to get that made, he had a short called Terrifier. And that was one of the stories that was in All Hallows Eve. And the, the, there's a, a, you know, like a 15 minute version of Terrifier that you can find that's friggin' great. And then. He's going to turn that into a full movie. And then I saw that movie and I was like, it was not that good. And then they did a second one, which is also not that good. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Terrifier is good. Terrifier 2 is dog shit. I wouldn't even put them on the same level. Like... Terrifier like was not just... that good is, you know, not that good is something I would say about like the paranormal activity yeah. next of Ken wasn't that good, <laughs> but Terrifier 2 is dog shit. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's like it's that and um, it's like that and uh, Jeepers Creepers 3 and 4 are kind of on that same level. Um. <coughs> Terrifier 2. You're going to give me a coughing fit make me think about Jeepers Creepers 3 and 4. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just sorry that you went to theaters to see Jeepers Creepers 3. And there was a minute, there was a, a half a minute that I was like, man, I wish I could go see Jeepers Creepers 3 in the theater because I'm just so excited to see it. And then I actually saw it and I was like, thank God I didn't really pay for this. No, you're not. I only paid 10 bucks. Your dumbass paid 20 to pre-order it on Blu-ray. That is that is very true. I'm a completionist. And you know what? Here's the problem. If they release the other one on Blu-ray, I'm probably going to buy that one, too, as a completionist. No. Dude, like, there are certain things I just, I can't. Like, I don't, the only new, the only, the newest Halloween movie of the new trilogy I own is 2018, because I don't think either of the other ones are good enough to own on physical media. Yeah, they're, they're not great. Um, listen, man, evil dies tonight. That's all I'm saying. Pumpkin pies tonight. <laughs> Santa flies tonight. Um, that's the Christmas one. Um, and with that, I think we're way over already. Uh, we started out behind, and now we're way over. I don't even know what's happening anymore. That will end it for this week's entry into Halloween season. We only got a couple more of Halloween season, and then we're done. And then it's just a few more weeks after that, and then we're on break. And... I've already been. We got to talk. About. We got to talk about that too. Oh shoot! Um, 
I've uh, I've already been uh, uh, working out how I'm going to program all the new buttons. So it's going to be fun. So the first few episodes when we get back are going to probably be rough because I'm going to be misfiring a bunch of stuff. But it's going to be fun to hear. So there'll be that. Uh, make sure to check out our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash at symbol TN2M shows. Or you can just look up TN2M shows on your in your search bar. You can find us. Uh, you can also go to our website, TN2MShows.com, and it will link to that as well. Latest episode of Who Wrote That Shopping List is up. Plus, not only that, it is the week of Friday the 13th. So if you haven't been watching our own Jason from Superhero Deep Dive has been uploading and sharing Friday the 13th memes every day on our YouTube channel until Friday. And he's got a special video that's going to go live on our YouTube channel on Friday the 13th. That is Friday the 13th related. So make sure to check that out. Uh, you can like and subscribe. Um, you can subscribe to the channel, like those videos on there. Uh, each of the the meme videos, the Friday the 13th videos, they're part of our shorts. Uh, so each one of them is only about a minute. Watched um, watched a couple of those too. Right. And then, uh, but the one on Friday, he's got, a, he's got something big for Friday. I've preloaded them all already. Um, so <laughs> it, it's good stuff. Sorry. So 8 a.m. Central Time every morning. They go up. Uh, the New Days video this week will go up. Uh, so make sure to check that out and uh, like the videos, subscribe, turn on the notification bell, whatever other shit. Don't skip the ads either. Um, that's all we ask. Uh, starting next week, we'll have the sit-down stand-up. We'll be talking about that on next week's show because uh, we've got more stuff, more videos that we're going to be adding more programming on our YouTube page. That is all that I have. So, yeah, we'll be back next week. You and I have stuff to talk about off air. Um, so going to make this short and sweet so I don't go into yet another coughing fit. <laughs> so, guys, we'll be back next week. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for bearing with me to the audience and to you. Um, I... I I've tried to mute myself. Uh, you didn't catch the sneezing fit I had earlier where I went like six times in a row. No, I, we missed that. So, um, I, yeah, I appreciate y'all bearing with me. Uh, we'll be back next week. And until then, thank you for being our friends. Wait, one last bit. Uh, this week's beverage review. Oh yeah. The, uh, the simple truth, organic wild berry Pedialyte, a solid, <laughs> solid 84 wow if you have covid it's the drink for you with benefits 